Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, This Country Podcast. Now, we'll first introduce the man who always likes to use the ladies' toilet, ran over a dog and felt absolutely nothing. It's Neil. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you all right? I'm all right. Enough about me and well, that dog. And that dog, yeah, let's not go down there. That's, yeah. uh, that's dark, dark no times. No empathy, you see. No indeed, empathy. indeed. Now, there are things that are quintessential on the area that we live in, in the heart of the Cotswolds, be it freshly ploughed fields, antique shops, young adults in badly fitting sportwear. But there's one thing that is so quintessential from this area that it has Cotswold in its title. Yes, Cotswold Life magazine. And our super fine guest this week is its deputy editor, and she also sings in a rock and roll band. It's Candia McCormack. Hello. Hello, darling. How, oh, very nice. <laughs> that's, that's a great intro. <laughs> that's my best Cotswold Life accent, Richard. Is that what it is? Mm. We'll test you on that. Yeah, baby. Uh, and also joining her is her other half and co-songwriter for Candia's band Incubus Succubus. Is that right? That's right, yeah. What a great name for banking. I've never known anyone get the name right the first time around. Really? Yeah. That's so, yeah. Incubus. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> it's Tony. Hello, Tony. Hello, hello. You're good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Good. So you're ready bad, to geek actually. out. <laughs> <laughs> but bad in a good way. Bad, yeah. He's good, so bad. bad, he's good. Yeah. I can't wait to take the selfie as well, then. Why? Because we've got a couple of real rockers in with us. Oh. Are they coming later, then? Sorry? Are they coming later? Who's that? No, 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 the they're here rockers. in front of us. Oh, that's... They're here in front mm. of us. And I will say that, that, that Tony is... Just as dapper as Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I know, these people dressing up and then we're here in... I know. <laughs> but then we know Lawrence how hot the show. Like that. He won't oh, indeed. No. He won't indeed. Anyway, let's get down to the, the, the important bits. Candia, hmm. this yes. country, how did you first become aware of it? Um, I'm trying to think. It, it, it was very early on. I mean, as soon as I heard about something that was going to be based in this area... 
I mean, I'm such a, a kind of like over the top Gloucestershire Cotswold nerd. I mean, so I'm such a freak about living in this area. When we go touring in the bands, you know, I'll take the local paper with me. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, we'd like sort of, <laughs> to Australia or whatever, I will have the citizen. And they show, get off my land, don't they? You? <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. So obviously I've got quite a broad Gloucestershire accent. And so, yeah, I've had all sorts of heckling in the past. But so, yeah, obviously having a, a programmer that's, that's based in this area and it is oh, just brilliant. I, when I saw the five, first five minutes, I thought, this is it. Mm. We have arrived. This is what we've been waiting for. Because I, lo- I love the whole mockumentary thing anyway, mm. you know, like the, mm. the bad, bad news, Spinal Tap. Um, oh, what's the other one they made with the, the dogs? Oh, best best shows, anything like that, mm. just, just absolutely lap it up. So when there's one that's actually based on that doorstep, oh, yeah. so did you did you know it? Did you watch it like on catch up, or did you watch it as it no, was as it, playing? Uh, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of waiting for it to come on. And, right. Um, yeah, it was just brilliant. Loved it. But what's really good is our son. When he first watched it, he actually thought it was a documentary. Right. Oh, really? Which yeah. I know there Can we ask people. how old he is? 20 well, he's 21 <laughs> right. now he's 20 when he's... <laughs> and he thought it was a documentary he did for, he did for... but he's not the first no no, no we've had in here absolutely not the yeah first thing that they thought of and so i take it tony you were same time yeah, watching it yeah yeah um, i mean um uh when candy uh said that it was on we watched it that night and you know we we watched every single one and we watched it um a few of them a few times over yeah and i'll our son absolutely loves it as well, doesn't he? He is such a fan, mate. Yeah. yeah. All right. We will talk a little bit about your music as well, before, but I got to ask the question: Do you sing with a Gloucestershire accent? Um, I try not to. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think most people who have an accent, they don't tend to, unless you're um, the Proclaimers. But oh, I think you do it I, on purpose. But they do it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But occasionally there will be a little bit of an R that will creep into um, words. See, listening to you talk, I actually don't think you're that Gloucestershire. No, no I was, was going to say the same yeah, thing. I'm, I'm, because we've been talking about Cotswold Life, I'm keeping it in check. Okay. okay. <laughs> so this is like my telephone voice. Right, it, right. Hello, hello, Candy of Cotswold Life. <laughs> and again, my, my kids take the mickey out mm. of that. They'll, I'll, be, I'll be larking around at home uh, and, um, and they go, oh, hello, Candy of Cotswold Life. And I'll suddenly catch myself being really, really stupid. So, so right. yes, this, this is my Cotswold life persona very nice radio voice indeed (laughs) so going back to series one of this country then did you have a favorite episode in the series i quite like the one with mandy in it okay yeah because big mandy you actually those people are really out there aren't they yeah Mm. oh yeah yeah we we've said it before on the podcast yeah everybody knows a big mandy yeah or or somebody of that ilk yeah and says you know, you compliment them, they just go, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I used to do that when I was a small child. <laughs> you know, someone would go, that picture's really good, and I'd go, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, I mean, no matter how hard Kerry thinks she is, mm. she is absolutely terrified of being mad. Oh, yeah. I just, just yeah. love that, and she's, she's all attitude, and then you put her in a room with Big Mandy. And she's just like a small child and just... just... And Curtin. 
as well. Mm-hmm. You know, in the <laughs> the cockwomble moment, he's terrified, <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> exactly. But I think Mandy also knows that everybody is terrified of her as well because she likes to. Well, that cockwomble moment, she mm. likes to play on that. She'll yeah. confront people, and even the. Uh, Compare the meerkats.com. She was so disappointed when she thought that Kerry wasn't interested in the Compare the Meerkats as much as she was. <laughs> um, I was going to say about Big Mandy as well that we, we've had a lot of people in here that say that they know a lot of people that are like Big Mandy. It just makes me wonder whether they're, the people that are Big Mandy realise that they're Big Mandy. Yeah, I wonder whether they, they, they enjoy they're enjoying the power. Yeah wielding that power and just watching people quake. Mm. Um, I mean, that thing about saying, yeah, I know, and all that, I, I think that's because no-one's ever told her that's rude, yeah. you know, because yeah. pe- pe- people are scared of her, <laughs> and so her entire life she's just acted in this almost like childlike way Yeah, because nobody would ever question her. I think, yeah, she's sort of mm. quite an interesting ca- character because she's not like a normal person because... Everyone's scared of her. Yeah, but what's really clever, I think, with, with all of the writing, mm. none of the characters can be black and white because mm. Big Mandy is also she's quite naive in many ways mm. as well and childlike, you know, like the, the meerkat thing. Yeah, you know? absolutely. <laughs> And the tattoos. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, the tattoo book. Oh, my Lord. It's comedy and genius. So, oh, just absolutely amazing. Your favourite tattoo? Which was your favourite one? I don't know. They were all the one that, absolute... that looked like Grant from East End. That's what, that was <laughs> or, or the guy from yeah. put glasses on and the guy from MasterChef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yes. It was a two for one. Yeah. It was a two for one. <laughs> oh, great! And obviously, Kerry's tattoo that she gets at the yeah. back with the mm. it's the wolf. It's barking at the moon, isn't it? Isn't or licking a bum hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the other thing about Mandy is that she's also. Um, Quite protective, especially of mm. Kerry, which I think is sweet. Yeah, yes. it's it's nice that because she she is somebody that I think everybody would be absolutely petrified of. Mm. But she's got this. But then even then, she ruins it by starting going on about how she stalked um, Hannah Hannah from oh, S Club right. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. Yeah. But it's uh, I think that's the one thing. Every character is so rich. That's what I love about mm. the show. They aren't two dimensional. They're yeah. not. They're not just black and white. Um, so, did we say what you asked, asked what your favourite episode was? Is yeah, yours that, Big Mandy? Big Mandy. What was yours, Candy? Oh, do I have a... I, no, no, I haven't, I haven't thought of which one is my favourite episode. Okay. They're all so good. If it comes to me, I will... OK. Which series know. have you preferred so far? Series one or series two? See, going back, I've recently gone back and watched series one again. And I'd forgotten just how absolutely brilliant it was because mm. I enjoyed series two so so much, and um, of course we, um, we had those those teasers. Did mm. you know the the, the, the uh, event in Sirencester? Yes, indeed. And oh, and it was just that feeling, that thing. Oh, I'm seeing this before everyone else, and it. But it's just genius writing. And then you know, say Kerry and um, I can't call them Kerry and Curtin now. Charlie and Daisy when they're being interviewed they are absolute geniuses you you realize mm. just how very clever they are when they're being themselves yeah and hearing hearing daisy may slip into <laughs> being her mum on stage that's uh, it is wow. amazing i mean this is comedy genius this yeah. really is i've said it before that i was a, a a long time coming to the party realizing that 
Daisy's or, or Kerry's mum was actually <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> I didn't know. I yeah. Me too. I was no, trying to. I'll, I was, trying to, up to, that. I was yeah. trying to book Ivy Woodcock for the podcast <laughs> until someone told me that actually it's Daisy. Well, ah, you could. You could. Yeah, you have Daisy sitting on one chair and then hop to the other <laughs> microphone. And, yeah, well, she did do it for us, didn't she? She did. She yeah, did she, do it for us. She did a little her. ident for us for the start of the show, didn't she? Yeah. she does, when, watching her do that. Does her face change into a different a person bit. when she's I mean, doing it? You can tell it strains on her throat, can't you? I mean, she's spoken yeah. about it before to us, mm. that you, she can't do it for too long because no. it ruins her throat. But yeah. you, that's all you could really see, that she was straining in the throat. But no, not really, did she? I did notice on the episode, the Steam Fair episode, when she was shouting at the postman because mm. she thought the postman was going to come back, yeah. you could hear yeah. her, her mum's voice <laughs> in that then and you thought, oh, if I'd have heard that, yeah. I, I wouldn't have yeah. been so to nod by not knowing <laughs> that they were the same person. So are the characters within the series, then, that you've taken a shine to? Obviously, Big Mandy, we've spoken about. Is mm. there any others that have caught your attention other than Kerry and Curtin? I think the vicar is really funny. Oh, yeah, because oh. he's in... Yeah. Uh, we didn't realise... Yeah, he's in a film, The Voices. Which... Is that the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Yeah, he's in is that. He yeah. is he? He's the boss at the factory. Right. And... and we were, we were watching it. We were really we? shocked we were, to we were, see him. Someone yeah. recommended we watch watch the film. Actually, we really like sort of twisted horror films, mm. and we were sitting there just watching it, and we both went <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> because it's exactly that. It's, it's the vicar. It's the vicar. Yeah. yeah, and we thought, no, it can't possibly be the vicar because this is like you know. It was, uh, it's, it's an American it, film. It's a big budget American film, and it couldn't mm. be further from the Cotswolds. Yeah, but it's him again, genius. Yeah, and he's in Death of Starling as well. He's yeah. got quite a, a big role in that's, that, hasn't he? That's very yeah. He's yeah. so good. he is good and in that. He is yeah. He's definitely got to be one of my favorite yeah. characters as well because he is so subtle. And, uh, he's, yeah. Just, just and he's just so, so good. He's so nice to everybody, <laughs> and and sometimes like Kurt, especially Curtin, they treat him like crap. Sometimes, yeah, they, oh. they take him for granted. I, but there is mutual respect and love there. Yeah. I think but you see it in the undercurrents, don't you? You do, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you both. I think he's my favourite mm, other yeah. character, especially in series two. Yeah, he's oh, the man yeah. of series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some great stuff. It's <laughs> such a fatherly role mm. he's playing with those mm. two, and he's like trying trying to control them. You know, just like these these mm. these toddlers yeah. that are really badly behaved. He's going, come on, man. you know, let's not have that kind of language. Exactly, and, no effing and Jeff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> so we've got a special coming. They've announced, and obviously series three. What do you think is going to happen to Kerry? Oh, <gasps> free Kerry. Um. What, oh, it it is a worry. Well, what would you like to see? What would that, I like to that see? That's probably easier, isn't it? I think she's going to end up having to to sweep the streets of North Leach. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of community community service. Yeah. Tony, what do you reckon? I'm not sure. I mean, the the reason how the series is how the why I think series works is because it's a tragedy. Everything in it mm. is a tragedy. It's like only fools and horses and steptoe. And I think if anything happened to her which was took her out of that, took her out of the house and everything, it so wouldn't really work. So in a way she's just gotta go back everything just slips back into where it is because mm. um, like everything about it, it it's all about heartbreak and being sad and that's in a way uh, that's what makes it funny mm. yeah I completely yeah. agree with you because I think Only yeah. Fools and Horses completely changed as soon as they became millionaires yeah it did yeah. it wasn't the same show and anymore. so they had to go back to being poor yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, I do agree with you. I, I, I think it would be their style that we just turn up and they're both still at the bus stop and nothing's happened. Yeah. Maybe, maybe make some kind of little reference to it. I was going to say, if you think about it, a lawyer would throw that straight, rip it to pieces, yeah. wouldn't they? They yeah. would see yeah. straight through it. So I, I think you could be right there. Yeah. But then sooner or later, Martin has to get some kind of comeuppance. I hate seeing bad guys where they never get yeah. Even if it's just one moment and then it's sort of finished and then they're back to normal, but he's got he's got to get something. He has to. Because that's heartbreaking, that last episode. We've mm-hmm. said that, yeah. that that he goes through that whole thing. And it is funny, but he goes mm. through that whole story about knocking the, the, the dog down and, yeah. and you, you love me, don't you, die? He's like, haven't you heard a word I've said? <laughs> yeah. It's funny, but it's, like you said, it's tragic. It's just yeah. a tragedy. It's, it it's tragic. awful. And you, you think, please... Kerry, don't take the fall for him because he's not worth it. There's a lot of people online are saying that Curtin is going to take the fall for Kerry. I can't see that. No. I hope not. No, I love Curtin in his job he's role. Actually, he's actually quite a, a selfish person, isn't he? Curtin. Yeah, mm-hmm. he oh, is. yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a very... Uh, but the tragedy with him is that he's always going to be there. Mm. You know, he, he's not going to break out. And um, like when, well, when he was working he tried, in the he? golf club and stuff, yeah. you know, he... It went to his head, and he was acting, you know, full of full of full of himself. But then he still goes back, and he's back in the groove again. And you know, and he had his chance, like you say. He yeah. could have gone to Swindon College, the yeah. bright lights of Swindon yeah. College, but he did. He bottled it, and that, mm. I think you, you're again. You're right. This, he's very. He likes to bring Kerry down in the fact yeah. of saying, "Why do you like staying around here? We don't do anything. Mm. We're just bored all the time." He had his perfect chance, and he still wouldn't go. Yeah. So. I don't know. But that's also loyalty to Kerry, isn't it? He's if you notice Or is it or is it him being scared? I think I think it's partly yeah the nice way of looking at it is that, is that it's loyalty, but I think I mean she was the emotional blackmail she was laying on with him sort of just But if you, you think you can't, mm. Sarah's too, he bought her that present as if mm. it was from her dad, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so yes. I think you know, he he's sort of almost looking after her in a way. But then again, from what Tony was saying he said that the reason that, that if, if she has a shit birthday, that means he has a shit birthday. Oh, yeah, so he true. sort of does it. He was doing mm. it from a selfish point of view. It's done good writing. It is, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, to some people... I mean, I, I was having a, a, a Twitter argument with somebody last week, uh, somebody that I used to work with, mm. and they were saying, should I like this country because I come from Sirencester? Because I think it's crap, and I don't think it's funny at all. And I said, well, you haven't got to like it, just because... It comes from Siren, you know, the people come yeah. from Siren, you come from Siren, you don't have, you don't have to like it. I say, but it's a lot, it's not just two young kids mm. messing yeah, about. Yeah, there's a it's lot more deep, to it. It's deep, it's really yeah. deep. And until you go like we've done, we've gone through the episode yeah. sort of scene by scene, you realise, and then just the little bits, the little bits yeah. in the background, and I love all that sort of stuff. I mean, mm. like you say, mocking mockumentary style, things like The Office and stuff mm. like that. It's just a great way of being able to be mm. very deep and layered. Mm. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to go on a rant. There. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> but it, it, it's like um, people in bands, not us, but lots of people in bands don't like bad news. They absolutely hate yeah, it. We've known a few people. It's a bit too yeah, close. in other bands, right? Right. And yeah. they say, oh, "Oh no, I can't watch that. It's painful to watch." And so, yeah, okay, yes, it is. But then, is that saying more that. about them than about bad news? Yeah. That if they are yeah, acting yeah, like that, which, which is why definitely. I might I question some people if they didn't if they live around here and they didn't like this country. Right. To, okay. 
I'd, I'd like to know why you don't like it. You know, mm. it's fine as you say that everyone has to like it. Yeah. Mm. But it'd be interesting to know why, whether it's, I don't know, if it's, um, it's a bit too close to home. Just going on to the music bit then. So um, which would you compare more to then, Bad News or Spinal Tap, in your experience? Bad news. Bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're more the, like, oh, you didn't let the dog in free kind of band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, it says sausages. Sausages, yeah, yeah. What was it? One pound for one bloody sausage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I love that. I mean, I'm just sausage. going through a young one's renaissance, watching mm. the young ones and stuff again. Yeah. It was just so good. Just t- takes you right back to that time. Mm. It, you know, they wouldn't make something like that these days, I don't think. Like, no, no. Not that. Dangerous. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Right. Do you used to watch young ones? Yeah. Yeah. There was a documentary on. Did you see the documentary that was on? Um, it might be UK Gold or whatever that channel's called now. Did you know that there was a fifth member of the house that lived in the house? Fifth member of the house. No, no. Now I've well, I've been watching it. What was it? Nineteen eighty four. So what's yeah. that? Thirty thirty four years. Yeah. If you look in certain scenes, there is someone with long hair sat just off of the like the centre of camera. Oh, in right. loads of in the scenes that I've watched hundreds of times. Mm. That sounds really creepy. It is it creepy. It's creepy. like it's like the girl from the ring. I was yeah. just, I was hair, that's what I was imagining. She's sort of like crouched sat like this with oh, sorry, radio, but just like um just crouched in the corner with her hair covering her face. I couldn't believe it. Like in plain sight of mm. I was watching it. And I thought, how did I not see that? Somebody even sort of moves out the way to walk around her. And she's in like, I don't know, half a dozen scenes. Well, there you go, revelations are oh, unbelievable. Oh, do you, oh, do you know what? I'm getting goosebumps now. That's, I was. That's creepy stuff. That I was when they showed it. I thought that is just... <laughs> anyway, yeah. I know it's nothing to do with this country. I'm terribly sorry, this country fans. Well, it's another great sitcom. That's but there's youngsters out there going, what's the young ones? Then you should check it out. That's <laughs> the old ones, what one young ones Exactly. Is. Yeah. There's never anything like it. Never will be again. <laughs> well, this is true. Anyway, sorry, going back to your music. So how long have you been doing uh, your music and... Uh, Incubus, succubus, it's is that right? It's our 30th anniversary next year. Wow. 1989, <laughs> we formed, my dear. Wow. <laughs> Goodness me. We met, we met at college studying graphic design in Gloucester in 1989. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that was it. And then we decided yeah. to form a rock and roll band. Thought it might last six months. And uh, we're working, it was our 24th album about to come out. 24th album's... Just about, just about to, to come out. It's just been sort of compiled and uh, sort of got a few bits of the 25th ready. Wow. Working along, yeah. Wow. Goodness me. And and so you've been touring all over the world? and um, Yeah, we haven't toured, um, like, Africa. And, but Japan, we've been, we haven't been to Japan. Yeah, we've but we've been Australia to... Australia uh, and Mexico. And, and Russia and Lithuania and all of Scandinavia, Germany, France. Wow. So for people listening that haven't heard you, and shame on you if you haven't. There's probably a lot of them. <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of music um, would you describe it as? Well, it's 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 a sort of version of gothic rock, mm. uh, but, but but it's it's not completely typical. It's not completely typical of you know other gothic rock bands, but it's also quite folky and a, a bit punky as well. Right. Perky, I like perky, to think. Yeah. I, I call it perky goth. Perky yeah. goth, nice. Because like I that. sing with a big fat grin on my face. Oh, right. I can't take it. I can't mm. take the dark stuff too seriously. Well, I can. I can. I can do that too. I can do moody. Right, right. <laughs> so, have you ever thought about doing a, a theme tune for this country? 
oh yeah that would be good <laughs> yeah let's go I think... to go home and write one yeah. you should do a cover it. version of the nice guys <gasps> oh yeah. my god wouldn't that be amazing in your style. a pagan version of the Christian nice guys yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In, in perky golf <laughs> yeah. in perky golf yes <laughs> That's, that's going to be You can see Tony's like the brain is yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 right. working out all the parts. I'm going to work that, out the yeah. chords and yeah. work out to do. So, what do you do? You, do you play in the band? You... Yeah, I, I'm the guitarist and uh, I play the keyboards as well. And um, I, I write most of the music and um, program it all and everything. So, you don't do much then, to no, be honest. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so, another question I've got I'm going to seem to be going on like, like mini rants today, but, you but carry on. I have this theory about people that are rock and rollers. Yeah. Why do they always have such good hair? What do you mean, why I'm not bold? Well, no, I mean, you've got a fantastic. Like, the hair, I would die for hair like that, yeah. right? You look at someone like Mick Jagger, Keith, Keith, yeah. oh, Keith Edwards, not Keith, Keith Richards, Edwards, Keith, yeah, Keith Richards, the all of them, stone. Rod Stewart, they've all got these fantastic. They, mm. they must have done crap loads of jug, uh, drugs. Yeah. I'm not saying that you have, no, but no. I'm just saying that you know. What I mean, it's, no, but it just amazes me that like, a lot of rockers have got mm. have got great heads of hair. Well, there is a lot of wigs out there. I oh suppose. right, um, yeah. but this is another. I'm pulling his hair now. Too. Well, careful, you can't see this at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, apparently, bold men have got more testosterone, so maybe people in bands well, don't. Thank you have very much for that. Then I'll have that. <laughs> the same amount of testosterone as people in bands are the men that are a bit more effeminate, yeah. creative, creative. But then again, types. Yeah. you're the guys that are throwing shapes up on the stage that all the women are throwing their knickers at. Well, not me. <laughs> well, yeah, well yeah, there are, there are mean, bold rockers out there. Who? Phil Collins. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah but have you seen him lately? Fish. From Meridian. He's Fish, bold. Yes. Is he? Yeah. He is now. Yes, he yeah. is. Uh, Michael Stipe. Yeah, from R.E.M. Okay. Trev yes. from Dealer. <laughs> right, okay. Trev from Dealer. Oh, Classic yes. Nouveau. That's a big deal with his boldness, wasn't well, he? Mm. But then again, you wouldn't class any of them, Trevor accepted, as sex symbols, would you? Whereas... Right, said Fred. <laughs> oh, there you go. go. You won the conversation. Maybe, maybe it's it is like a kind of I don't know a vanity thing, and so, there's something about inwardly you're, you're thinking I can't possibly go on stage if my hair starts falling out. And so I don't know. Maybe I'm talking about witchcraft now. <laughs> <laughs> You talk to some sort of demonic being, so please don't let my hair fall out, otherwise I'll have to give up rock and roll. Maybe. This might be controversial, but I would have rather have been bold than had Paul McCartney's hair. Really? Uh, not now, because he's letting it go grey. Uh, yeah, if you've seen yeah. it recently. Yeah, but when he was that weird, whatever colour that was... Oh, that, talk, that purpley sort of... Yeah. Hair. He did. He, he did go yeah. through, like, a purple rinse phase, It didn't was, he? and I thought, no. Now he's got, like, blonde highlights to hide... No, he's the letting grey come oh, is through. He? Yeah, 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 it's coming through now. But well, what he was doing is he was dying it himself. Not in it, like like to start with, he was having people coming in, mm. but he, he decided it was costing too much, and so he started dying it himself. It was costing too much. Not that he couldn't afford it, you know. <laughs> Six hundred million pounds in the bank, yeah. and it was costing too much for some vosine. After the pennies, <laughs> vosine. Just for men, yeah. Oh, was it just for men? Yeah. They still do vosine. Just for Paul. That's they, how rich he was. Do, do they still do yeah. vosine? Oh, good. 
Oil of Ule. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going on about. It's called Oil of Ole, isn't it? It is, it is now, now, yeah. It, is it used to be called Oil of Ule. It yeah. was called yeah. And Nestle uh, chocolate used to be called Nestles when I was a kid. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't dream that. Well, it's very random fact. pops in my head, but it always bugs me when I see mm. Oil of Ole. Cause I think that used yeah. to be... It's, it's So it brands out globally, hence Snickers and Marathon. Marathon was only in yeah. the UK. Yeah, yeah. Snickers was everywhere else around the world. Oh, right, OK. That's why they do it. Welcome to the This Country podcast. <laughs> Where <laughs> other delights coming up. It's the this best way to like fry a <laughs> Paul McCartney's hair, oil of Olay. Anyway, right, we're going to play a little game. Are you ready for a little game? Yay. I sound like Saw. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> We're going to play a game. We're going to play Carry Your Curtain. Oh. Well, I turned it on. No, I haven't. Oh, dear. See, it's been a while. Or. Curtain. Right. You have a line of dialogue. You have to tell me whether it was Kerry or Curtain. Okay. So who would like to go first? I'll go first. Yeah? Okay. Right then, Candia. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's your first line of dialogue. Hands off, Wendy. I don't think Arthur would be happy if he saw that. Kerry. It was Curtain. <gasps> that was at the Bowls Club. Mm. Uh, number two. Martin loves Martin and no one else. Ooh. Kerry. It was Curtain. Oh, shut up. <laughs> number three. And to think he's done them both. Ooh, what's, what were you referring to there? Wow. Well, think about Martin. <laughs> yeah. That was the episode where... Um... He goes to work with his dad, isn't it? Uh, Where where, uh, Curtin goes to to work with Kerry's dad. That is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the answer? Kerry. No, it's Curtin. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I say Curtin next time? Uh, It's up to you. Uh, Number four. My hearing is excellency. Curtin. Kerry. (laughs) (laughs) I love his game. Number five. (laughs) I can't present that tomorrow. They'll annihilate me. Curtain. It was Curtain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his first chat, first Is go when at. When he has to bake that cake. It, when he has yeah, to bake yeah. that cake, mm. and it, uh, it like collapses it in does. those. Okay, are you ready, Tony? Okay. Yeah. Pressure's on. You've got one to beat. Number one, you're not going to go home. You think? That was a terrible reading of that line. Let me read it again. Yeah. You're not going to go home. You think? Uh, I. I would say that's Kerry. That was Kerry. Yeah. That was when uh, Mandy was uh, sort of babysitting yeah. her for a little bit. Number two, his soul's just going to crumble to dust. I'd say that's Curtin. That was Kerry. Oh, right. Talking about Curtin because he's going to get the piece yeah. taken out of him working with Martin. Number three, that's not Greece. He's got that totally wrong. That's Curtin. That is Curtin. That's when uh, Mr. Belding came yeah. down and told him off. Uh, number four, so you definitely don't want to fix things with her. I say that's Kerry. That is Kerry. Yeah, that's yeah. when she tries to get uh, Curtin and Sophie back together. Uh, number five, I don't really like tea. I'd say that's Curtain. That was Curtain. And I love the pauses that you've given yeah. us there because people listening will be shouting. I've had yeah. people telling us that they get funny looks because they're walking <laughs> down the street going, Kerry, <laughs> Curtain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you for leaving little uh, things there. I think you won. I don't know how many you got. How many did you get? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighte
three, four. I think. Three or four. Well done. Anyway, yeah, Tony, there you. won't be any arguments. There will you? I mean, no, you well, know. Not, not now. <laughs> not until we've walked out. Yeah. Later on. Take it <laughs> home with us. <laughs> OK, so tell us a little bit about uh, Cotswold Life, then. Uh, what's it like working there? Cotswold Life. Well, I've been there... Oh, gosh, next month is going to be... It's coming up to 16 years. Wow. Yeah, 16 years. And uh, it's lovely. We're a really small team. Um, on the editorial staff, it's just myself and the editor, Mike Lowe, at the moment, and... A fabulous team of writers that uh, we commission freelancers and we've got the likes of some of our columnists we've got the the fabulous dom jolly writes Ooh. for us and who else do we have emma sams the very glam emma sams and sue lim the writer. So we got some absolutely brilliant mm. columnist adam henson as well and and it's just, it's just lovely but what's what's particularly nice about Cotswold Life, I think, is is um, we're part of a big group um, that publish lifestyle magazines across the whole country. It's Archant. And Cotswold Life stands apart from all the others because it's got a bit of bit of edge. Right, right. And partly, so it's, obviously we have the lovely stuff in there too, like, you know, that's a beautiful sofa over there and that this is how you, what you should be doing in your garden this month. But then there's also some controversial stuff about some of the sort of grittier issues and, um, you know, how much you should be paying for your pint of milk. And, that, yeah, and uh, a lot of that is the, the editor who's, who's a, who's a hard-nosed Mancunian and old-school newspaper right. guy. And um, I, I won't start going into some anecdotes about things he used to do as he, and, uh, he was up in Manchester. Well, you can if you want. Well, I mean, I as long could. as they're not libelous. I could, I, I could, and he would, but I, oh, right. but I, it's, I probably shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> so, when something like a phenomenon like this country comes along, then it must be a godsend mm. for something like this for country oh, life. Absolutely, Co- yeah. Country life, Cotswold life. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's going to let me let you get away with that one. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> Just um, Next time, I, I get that. I, I remember actually. Um, uh, probably nearly 20 years ago, I used to work for the um, uh, Department of Countryside and Landscape at uh, Francis Close Hall, and they did a, a, one of the courses was, was countryside planning, and a lot of the issues concerned with that course are all, like, brought up in, in the programme. So, oh, right. You know, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's uh, quite strange to, to actually see all, all, all these things, you, you know. I mean, they used to have um, modules in it called, like, Lid Off the Chocolate Box, and it's about, you know all the bad things that happen. And, um, yeah, it's sort of a real accurate description of... But that's it. It's the side of the Cotswolds that most people yeah. outside of the Cotswolds, even some people in the Cotswolds, don't necessarily think about. Mm. You know, and it's, it's, that's what's one of the things that's brilliant about it, is the real... It's real, you know, it is... But also, the, we, we said it before, the characters in this country are also relatable to city life, I suppose, yeah. in, in certain ways. Yeah. And other other countries, like we've got people in Scotland, aren't they, and they're fans. So it's obviously relating up there as yeah. well, those mm. sort of characters. Yeah. Which is really good to know. That. Sort of the, the bored youth. Uh, you know, mm. It's the same, same sort of issues that you, as you say you could get, get across the whole country. Mm. And so that's why... People from you know all over the country and overseas as well, you know, the, yeah. it, it translates brilliantly. Mm. America, isn't it? I think it's, it's yeah. doing quite well, isn't it? Yeah. So. so I know we spoke about it a little bit earlier on, but where would you ultimately like to see the show? Would you like to see them maybe one day move out of the village? I know from what you were saying earlier yeah, on that it, it would ruin the sort of. I think it would. I think. I think what's going to happen is they've got to get old and die in the village, and. 
the tragedy just carries on about everything just continually goes wrong in their lives. Mm. I mean, it sounds obviously awful thing to say, but that's what makes the show work. But that's also real life. Not, yeah. not everybody moves away no, to, to places. Most people, most people at some point come to the conclusion that big chunks of their life haven't turned out very well. Mm. You know? mm. And um, that it, it's, it's almost comforting to see that like, like life isn't a bed of roses, you know, and, Everybody has those problems. It helps you deal with it, you know? Yeah. Would you like to see them go on holiday? Actually, I think that could work. Just so long as they, no. they, they returned and you, That's you like knew a that special, at some... Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the buses, we always say, when they go into like, Spain or wherever. Yeah, I, th- I think that could work. I think, it, it, every, it, again, it would have to be tragedy. Everything would have mm. to... It would have to be a pretty particularly miserable holiday. Mm. I mean, personally, I would really want to see a Christmas special. Like a Christmas episode, yeah. at least, because of Kerry's excitement over mm. the list of yeah, things. I just think it would work magically at the Christmas time. Well, they win the lottery, but they lose the ticket, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do a crossover with Benidorm. Yeah. And all of a sudden they just turn up and they're, they're next door to that woman that's like... I thought, well, no, we want this country to stay funny. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Controversial. Um... Right, we just got a couple of little uh, messages to read out. Oh. Uh, we had a couple of emails. We like messages. Which was very nice. Linda McHugh. Okay. Well, Is that how you'd Linda. say that? Would you say McHugh? McHugh, yeah. Yeah. She said she's a 54-year-old This Country addict, and from the first episode, I watch every episode back-to-back at least once a week on iPlayer. Oh, she's going to be angry when they take it off, aren't she? Uh, I need it on DVD, please. Love is not strong enough word to describe how I feel about Kerry and Curtin. Well, we have no power to put it on DVD. Although if she's got iTunes, you can buy oh, it on iTunes. You, you don't need to buy it on DVD. It's there to be bought. Well done. You haven't yeah. heard rumblings about them taking it off iPlayer, have you? I think it's Everything actually, has a shelf life it's, on it's the iPlayer. It's got a date on there saying yeah. when it's supposed oh, to come it? off. But I think the first series comes off and then the second series will stay on. I don't think and I also think you can buy it on Amazon now, as in as a download. As a download, mm. I think you can. I think that's right. Oh. Uh, Imogen McConnon say, I can honestly say I haven't laughed as much. The accents and facial expressions are the best. I will watch episodes over and over again and I crack up every time. The best TV show by far and I can't wait for the next episodes. That sort of goes into a little bit what we were talking about, how layered and... Mm. And, and also Daisy's just... Pure comic genius with her facial expressions. Mm. It's almost like a silent. We've said like a silent TV. Mm. You don't need sound on to have a laugh out of those facial expressions. It's like which episode is it with um, the poster in the background? Uh, four isn't that the vicar's son? Because then the next one's a steam fair, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, do, do you notice that in, when they're talking to the vicar, there's a, a um, missing poster behind him, and then Kerry and Curtin come across that guy with the red cagoul. On. And the camping one next episode where they um, find the tent with the poo in. Um, <laughs> the yeah. fox twins. Yes. And the yeah, guy keeps right, walking. Yeah. So uh, th- those are the little moments that you wouldn't notice that the first time, but yeah. when you watch it five or six times, you think, oh, that poster, that's the guy that they met that yeah. never said hello yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's those little bit. I love those little little moments. Um, Alex Manning, the actual funniest thing I have watched in years. Love, love, love it. Uh, smiley face with hearts and all of you big smiley face oh bless you thank you Alex and finally Danielle Lockyer I absolutely love this country and the brilliant podcast oh wow I'm still having this country binges on my days off work even though I have seen the episode so many times just wish the series were longer can't wait for the next series to start 
So it's obvious that everybody watches it over and over again. That's it's... Uh, well, it certainly has got a huge fan base now, mm. hasn't it? it? Really has. Yeah, really has. So, guys, for uh, Incubus Succubus, is that right? Yeah. That's what's right. What's next for you? Are you out on tour, or are you? Uh, well, we're hoping to play some festivals in Germany next year. It's our thirtieth year. Nice. And uh, have like um, <laughs> another album out. Um, Number 25. Number 25, yeah, wow. 25th album in 30 years. So well, It's not bad going, is it? No, 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 it's quite good, yeah. We're, 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 it's a lot more than we ever thought we'd do. Mm. Much, much more. We thought we might be lucky to get one album out when we started. We didn't expect to still be going now. So as the main songwriter then, everything is on your shoulders in regards to how to quickly r- you get write, an album out. To, to write the actual music, and then Candy and I both write the lyrics. Right. Yeah. So what what and is and it's just you two as a team or do do other people in the band then it's sort of just say us, isn't it writing writing the songs yeah yeah, yeah but then we have um should we, we should give them name checks shouldn't we absolutely yeah. absolutely We've got the lovely Roland Roland from Poland Roland <laughs> nice um yeah well he's, you haven't he's, got Herman from uh, German have you no, <laughs> no we haven't if only we'd be nice to have the set but um yeah Roland he's originally from from Worcester. But he's moved to Poland now. But he, uh, yeah, he's over and does. He's coming back tomorrow, I think. He's coming yeah. back, so he's, he's off back home often. Then we got Nick, Nick Gibbs on fiddle, uh, Marcus Gilveer playing drums, and then we sometimes have a cello player as well who joins us, Abby. So yeah, but but um, so all and all of that, it's just been us two as the core, and then mm. lots of people come. Particularly mm. bass players, we get through a. a yeah, we've had that. embarrassing them. You're not killing players. them off like the drummers in Spinal <laughs> Tap. Are you? It has been suggested. That's what we're doing to them. Yeah, yeah spontaneously combusting yeah. behind the bases. So I don't know, but we're we're planning on hanging to Roland from Poland, and mm. yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a keeper, I think. Right, and have you got a website or anything? Yeah, we've got IncubusSuccubus.com. It's spelled with K's, not C's. Right, okay. We'll put uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Oh, right, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. And then Cotswold Life, I've got to ask yeah, you a question. Yeah. Do you ever do any of the interviews yourself? Yeah. So what's been your favourite interview in there, for the magazine? My in the 16 years? interview. And um, which has been your worst? Oh, yeah, talking about um, Lawrence, I really enjoyed chatting to Lawrence. Because he's just... Such a charming, he's very funny, funny mm. very, very dry, mm. and how talented he is as an mm. artist. Because I think the days from the the changing rooms and stuff, like, people didn't realise just how mm. talented he is. The whole time he was here, I was talking to him. He was um, drawing beautiful like flowers and flowing forms, and so yeah, that was enjoyable. And also, I tend to do a lot of the arts interviews. Um, so I did a lady blacksmith recently, and oh. she was a lot of fun. Crazy, crazy, fiery lady. Um, so yeah, artists tend to be, uh, and well, well, the worst. Gosh, <laughs> don't need me. To, I mean, no you don't names, actually no, no names. You can sort of say what field they're in if you want, but okay. it'd be quite interesting. Okay. Um, and then tell us off. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> you can tell them being like really yeah. yarded now, can't you? Yeah, they're, they're all charming. They're they're all... Right. <laughs> actually, I don't think Such you've ever ever said about anybody not being pleasant you've never come back and said you know that i person. don't know if that's true no i don't think you have i don't think you've come back and said what an arsehole or anything about people maybe not use that word no but, is yeah. there anybody that you'd like to interview who'd be your ultimate um guest to interview 
Apart from us two. Apart from obviously. Apart from you two. Obviously. Big Mandy. Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome, wouldn't it? And she is a delight. We yeah. have spoken to her. She, she is, is lovely. Fantastic. Oh, she. And the, the, it, you, it's a bit t- of a disappointment, actually. The thing is, you drop your guard a little bit because we. I was a little bit apprehensive because mm. I've seen her in not just this country, but a lot of the things where she she plays like ball breakers. Yeah, she, she does. She's yeah. sort of typecast as that kind of person. Yeah. And then when you speak to her, she is the sweetest, loveliest person. You think, Hang on a minute, this isn't right. Yeah, this isn't right. It's, she should be yeah. like, nasty and that. But she is lovely, a lovely, lovely person. Oh. oh. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. Thank no, you. It's, it's been, been brilliant. Loads of fun talking to you. And see, this is why I, there's, there's a lot of things to be down on Twitter about. But it's these that we get a chance to be able to meet these people and, mm. and have a good chat and a good geek out about this country and find out all about your stuff. So good luck with the year 30 and album yep. 25. Mm, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and buy Cotswold Life. Yes, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. September-ish. Indeed. So no, no, August. I'm working on September. So the August issue's just hitting the shelves now as we speak. Wonderful. And I take it there's a website for... There Cotswold. is, yeah. cotswoldlife.co.uk. There you go. We'll put that link in there as well. Thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. So there you go. Um, a little bit of housekeeping. There is an amazing, uh, if you're a This Country fan, which you should be if you're listening to this podcast, an amazing raffle going on for uh, Shine, which uh, helps uh, women with postnatal depression. You have a chance of winning the iconic red shoes from uh, Daisy's BAFTA um, outfit. Plus, it's still to be confirmed exactly when, but a set visit, and you also get a chance to be in the show, which wow. is amazing. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, um, I will put the link on the show notes, you have to go and uh, it's a Just Giving page, you donate five, I was going to say five dollars, donate five pounds, write your name and the next number that's on there, uh, that is your raffle ticket, you can enter as many times as you like, and the draw is the 6th of August, I believe. Fantastic. Uh, so if you're what listening price. to this in the future... Congratulations, whoever won, because <laughs> yeah. it's already gone. It's already finished. Um, and uh, come and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WTAF This Country. Uh, what else? And our website, pancast.co.uk, with all our other podcasts. Boom. Thank you very much, Candia. Thank you, Tony. It's been a real pleasure you. to talk to you. Thank, Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Pav. And we'll see you again, so go get plumbed, you fuckers. <laughs> day! Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.